Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Diaz, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, this is Ed. Let's go right to episode 10. Today's episode is titled, Lot Moves to Sodom. After barely escaping from Egypt with his wife and his life, Abram took everything he now owned and moved back to the land of Canaan. He settled near Bethel, where he had first erected an altar to God. God graciously gave Abram a fresh start in the land he had been promised. On the long journey from Ur to Haran to Canaan to Egypt and back to Canaan again, both Abram and his nephew Lot continued to accumulate livestock and wealth. But too many possessions caused great family dissension, and Abram realized it was time for Lot to live on his own. Abram tried to minimize the conflict they were having over property boundaries by giving Lot the first choice of the land for his herds. Abram promised to settle in the opposite direction, taking all his animals with him. So Lot chose the most beautiful and fertile land. It was a selfish decision, and it turned out to be a disastrous one. The spot he chose was very close to the wicked city of Sodom. Eventually, Lot was foolish enough to actually move inside the city gates. Lot was Abram's last attachment to the old life that God had asked him to leave behind in Ur. Once Lot had moved on, God repeated the covenant promises he had previously made with Abram, the father of his new nation. This time he pointed out the boundaries for the land he had promised to Abram, and once again promised to fill it with Abram's descendants. It would belong to his family forever. Just because God gave the land to Abram didn't mean he didn't have to fight for it. Sometime later, the kings of five city-states in the south, including Sodom and Gomorrah, formed an alliance to fight against a king named Kedileomer and three other kings from the north. The southern alliance didn't do very well, and Kedileomer and his troops plundered their cities and took off with their wives and children. And since Lot lived so close to Sodom, all his possessions were captured, and he was kidnapped as collateral damage. When Abram heard about this, he gathered 318 of his men, who were all part of his household, and he headed off to the rescue for his nephew. They pursued the looters all the way to the city of Dan in the north, and then, in a stealthy night operation, they routed the bad guys. They rescued Lot and the others who had been kidnapped and recovered all their goods which had been stolen. On his way home, two kings came to meet Abram and congratulate him. One was Melchizedek, the king of Salem, which was later to be named Jerusalem. He was also a priest. He blessed Abram and praised God for the victory. Abram gave Melchizedek 10% of everything he had recovered during the night raid as a thank you gift to God. The king of Sodom also came to meet Abram. He wanted Abram to keep the rest of the goods he had recovered and return only the wives and children. But Abram declined his offer. He returned everything because he did not want to be obligated to anyone but God. Think about it. What is your response when someone you care about makes life difficult for you? Do you try to make it tough on them as well? Or are you like Abram, willing to settle for less than you deserve in order to keep the peace? In Romans 14, 19, we read, Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and mutual edification. Sometimes it's harder to be a peacemaker than it is to be a fighter. Have a great day.